We all have a journey, and that journey can take us many places. Some places on our journey are awesome. Some we wish we would arrive earlier, and others we wish it would never have happened. My journey has taken me from the business world to teacher and coach to entrepreneur. Your journey is more than being on a blue ball circling a star. It's about sharing your journey with others. This is Coach Briggs, and you are listening to Love the Journey Podcast. Welcome to Love the Journey with Coach Driggs. We're going to talk about school connectedness. So school connectedness is defined by the CDC as the belief by students that adults in the school care about their learning as much and as well as caring about them as an individual. And so what that shows, um, what studies have shown is that a very strong predictive and, and, and a very much a protective factor against substance abuse, violence, being absent, is how well a student is connected with their school. Um, it's, it's a very strong correlation between a positive educational outcome, graduation, um, higher grades, higher test scores. And so um, it's very important for... Um, kids to feel connected to their school but it's just not the students being connected there's actually four parts four parts of connectedness that any teacher school needs to be concerned about the first one is the home with the school parents parents and guardians need to be well informed regarding the core values and the culture of the school um, and that they are invited to have a participation and to be a part of that conversation within the school. So home and school is the first phase. The second one is school and students, which is probably the most common that people think of when think about schools being connected, that students feel welcome in their school environment. They feel like it's they have an identity, that they have somewhere to belong. Um, they, it might be a club, it might be a staff member that they really have a relationship with, um, but, but they need to feel supported and they need to be able to know that when they need help, there's somebody um, that can help them when needed. The other area that is very uh, important is students and students. Students must know uh, and feel accepted among their peers, amongst each other. Um, they'll develop friendships, uh, work together cooperatively, learn to work in groups. And also, it's also real important so they learn to work with diverse groups. So um, students and students being connected is important. And then the last is students and home. This is one that's really not thought about at the school setting, but students being able to communicate with their parents and guardians regarding their learning and involvement in school activities is something that the school should foster. Should foster that um, through um, establishing an intentional and positive connections between uh, a student and home. Um, so you have the four areas or con- four areas of connectedness: um, home and school, school and students, students and students, and students and home. Um, this provides a total connective environment and a culture where the learning environment can can flourish. Um, 
there are really a lot of ways that a school can increase, increase the connectiveness of students. Um, one way is to, to, to actually plan uh, for students to interact with staff in a positive interaction. I know one very common way that's done is teachers greeting students at the door. Um, as students come into your classroom, come into the building, that we have the, the usage of, uh, of connecting and making that first initial contact. Um, that is, a, um, is very commonly done, uh, and I know a lot of schools around the country definitely encourage that. Um, but not only is it greeting them at the door, it's also using the student's name. Um, when you use a student's name in a greeting, the behavior and response of a student dramatically increases. Um, and so um, I, I, one of the things that's hard for, I mean, for a lot of us uh, is remembering names, especially when you have 200 kids. Um, so you'll know your kids that you have, but you may not know the rest of the kids on the campus. And so one of the things that you should try to do, strive to do as a teacher, or, and, and this relates in the business world too, is try to re- come up with a method of remembering names. Uh, there are a lot of different ways you can Google. There's a lot of different ways to remember names. But n- remembering a person's name is one of the most crucial things you can do in developing any kind of a relationship. Uh, William Shakespeare said the sweetest, sweetest sound in any language is a person's name. Um, so that that's critical that you that you use names and use the names correctly, um, and so th- that's those are the four different methods of connectedness that we talked about uh, that I wanted to talk about tonight: um, home and school, school and students, students and students, and students and home. So those are the four things. Now, if you if you find this interesting, I do have a free one-pager that you can go and get and gives you some more ideas, especially talks about the three common mistakes that I see uh, that teachers will make uh, when trying to connect, especially with very tough students or more challenging students. Um, you can go to www.thattoughstudent.com and, you, and it's, it's, it's a freebie. You can, you can get it and it has a little article, um, some videos, some great videos, some of my, some of my favorite videos um, on how to connect with students, how to be a champion for students, and some of the some of the mistakes that I see. So I would encourage you to go again. It's www.thattoughstudent.com. Thattoughstudent.com. Um, you can you can check it out, and uh, hopefully it, it provides you some tools that you can use to help you connect with your students or with connect with people. I hope you have a great evening, and we'll talk to you soon.